Hi, Birdo. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Hi, Dragon. How are you? Did you like my intro? I did. I actually really liked it. I <laughs> please, please do that more often. <laughs> do you like that part of my intro is then me asking you if you like my intro? Yes. Like, I, honestly, I could do without it, but it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. We can't change now, because then I'd have to find something else new to do. 104 episodes in. That's it. This is a, this is just what you're getting. I'm sorry. <laughs> we will not learn from our mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dragon, why don't you go ahead and tell me about your week? Uh, okay, so I, um, it, it wasn't a bad week. I, uh, today I went climbing at, um, at the climbing gym with Andrew. That was pretty fun. Who's Every- Andrew? I don't know an Andrew. <laughs> my, with my sweet, my sweet, sweet husband, Andrew. Um, uh, I, oh, that, oh, Andrew. That, oh, right, right, mm-hmm. Um, uh, every time I go climbing, I forget that I'm afraid of heights. And then the second I'm there, I get halfway up a wall and I'm like, this is scary. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could just fall. It's all padded. It's bad, but I'm gonna, I, Berto, you say that, but you know I'm gonna be an idiot, and like I know how to fall, and I'm still gonna break. I'm not, I'm still gonna like break an arm because <laughs> I like put my arm out <laughs> like an idiot. <laughs> There's something. It's so much scarier to fall from a wall than it is to be thrown by a human being. <laughs> Honestly, that so makes sense. It doesn't, that make, doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Look, I I agree with you. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> but here I am being afraid, like four feet out in the out of the air. <laughs> This is ridiculous. Um, anyway, so I did that. Uh, I'm trying to think. Remember if I did anything else fun. I'll talk about movie stuff that I did. Mm. Um, at the gym so that, training, I guess, I guess that's it. Oh. Okay. What about you, Berto? What did you do this week? Uh, I mean, pretty much nothing. It's just at this point, it's just the same things. That, oh well. I mean, my me and my, my chick mm-hmm. went to uh, the doctors because you know we because I don't know if you know this, but. Apparently, when you're going to have a baby, mm-hmm. they like to, like, check on it a lot. Yeah, you have to go to the doctors, like, a lot. It's, like, annoying. Mm-hmm. Really annoying. Yep. But, yeah, we, we went to to, uh, to the doctor on Tuesday. And I don't know if you uh, remember Tuesday, but it was probably the most humid day I've ever experienced yeah. in my life. Yeah. And my chick was like, oh, we'll take the train. Uh, I need you to come with me because last time I almost passed out. And then yeah. I was like, Fuck that. We're driving in. Yeah, she is too so, pregnant to be doing shit mm-hmm. like that. At this I was point. like, I, I am not. Even even her me being like, oh, don't worry. I'm here when you're about to pass out. No, is no, still no, fucking no. horrifying to me. Yeah. So I was like, no, we're going to drive in. I'm going to blast the AC because when you open the door, yeah. immediately the hot air hit you. And it was just like, I think I'm going to die. Yeah. But, uh, you know, that was fun. Anyway, baby's fine. Yeah, great. As of now. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure still, he's, like, he's going to be fine. I, don't want you to worry. We got it's almost coming. Okay, we got I like no, so close. Like less than a month yep. to go. Yeah. And I'm gonna have my entire life to fuck up that kid. <laughs> it's gonna be so much fun. Yep. Yep. Right. You have you have like truly like he'll be here in like three weeks. Yeah, it's exciting, right, Charlie? Yeah, it's very. Exciting. Then it, they're gonna have a new member of the uh, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> He can't wait. You're just going to hear him, like, crying in the background as I'm like, he just won't stop crying. I, I don't just, know what to do. I can't wait for, I can't wait for his uh, segments where we, where we pull him in for, like, a two-minute segment where he explains something that he just watched. <laughs> it's just cute. <laughs> it's just, like, super cute. That's going to be in, like, three years, and he's going to be yeah. like, then, then, then the, the man took the sword and then, and then threw it. And I was like, oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah so yeah. that was the whole movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. He's going to give Dragon of the Movies breakdowns. It's so much better than me. Like, immediately. I'm so excited. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. All right, Dragon. Yes. Enough, enough about, about the dreams that will, uh, that will come. Okay. Why don't you go ahead and tell me what you saw this week in the little segment we like to call Dragon on the Couch. Dragon? Okay. 
All right. So I am going to start with something that you recommended, Berto. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to say recommended in a very loose way that you ranted about for a solid 20 minutes, I would say. <laughs> I'm going to argue it's about 30 minutes because I went into deep detail. I basically did a an entire podcast you about did. this movie by myself because – I, I was flabbergasted at what I saw, and now you get that you get and a I full dragon. You get a full twenty minutes. So go ahead. So Andrew and I, we, the other night, we were just in the mood to hate watch something. Yes. So we put on Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> My favorite movie of all time. It go is, ahead. It is just as bad, just as bad as you talked about. I you're saying I didn't exaggerate anything about that movie. Is that what no. you're saying? What's wild to me is like. The fact that it's a musical is completely overshadowed by how incredibly cruel the premise is. <laughs> that, like, it just, like, doesn't even... Uh, I forgot that there were songs even when they were singing because the whole time I was like, he is gaslighting this girl about her abusive brother. Like, that's he's, all... That is what's happening right now. Okay, okay, okay. I, so I understand he's gaslighting her about... Yeah. Her, her brother was horrifically abusive yeah. and severely mentally ill, right? Yep, yeah. yep. And yep. he's a fucking crazy person. Yes. Um... And I understand that he was gaslighting. Mm-hmm. He was gaslighting her about her. But you understand? He was just a sweet boy who needed to crush him. <laughs> the, idea, the idea that Evan Hansen is in any way, shape, or form a protagonist is crazy. Crazy. <laughs> the, the fact that this movie plays him sympathetically is wild. It doesn't make any fucking sense. It makes no sense. <laughs> We're not going to rehash it because you've already no, talked no, about it. We, no, I want. To, I need no. to. I need to hear your thoughts on everything. We, it, we are not going to rehash it. What, did you? Did you, go? Sorry. Go ahead. Did you enjoy his gay best friend, who is literally only in the movie, so they could make a gay joke and have no one be like, "They made a gay joke. That's bad." I get. I mean, he wasn't even. He's not even like the kid's friend, which is why <laughs> the whole thing. The whole thing is wild. I can't believe that this was a fucking stage play. I can't believe so many people like it. It just doesn't make sense. It does. It so, fundamentally doesn't make sense to me. So here's the thing, Drake. Yeah. Um, this was a stage play, right? Yeah. So this played in Broadway. Yeah. For so like many means, years, it like did so, very well on Broadway. So I'm gonna put money. There's like a I'm gonna say a higher than a fifty percent chance that whoever wrote this play is not straight. Yeah. Uh-huh. How dare they fucking put this shit on Broadway and be like, yes, this is what the Broadway's crowd wants to see. I mean, it just, I don't, I'm, so I looked up the per, the playwright and I think he mm-hmm. is straight. He's married to somebody named Whitney and they have a child really? together. Yeah. I mean, can okay, Whitney be a boy's is, name? I actually don't know. I'm probably, uh, who the hell knows? Yeah. I don't know anymore. Wild. Anyway. <laughs> What a fucking, what a just disgusting s- premise for anything. It's just, I can't believe how okay, bad it okay, is. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, before you, before you finish, what is yeah. your favorite part of the movie? Or least favorite, better yet. I would say I, the part, so there's a part where the, the sister in the movie is describing the horrible things that her brother did to her. Mm-hmm. And at that moment, I was like, I, literally this movie is saying it is good that she was gaslit about her brother because she got to then have nice nice feelings towards him that now that he's dead even though he did horrible things to her when she was when he was alive so, what you're saying is the movie was saying yes the lie is better than the truth yeah that's seemingly what the movie's like yes. 
and the Especially ending <laughs> the ending is just like you, really nobody got in trouble for this are you fucking kidding again I, when I, if you remember what my what my biggest critique at the end was like how did the mother not say my son is a horrible piece of shit we have to leave this city yeah. because you there's you no coming leave. back from this no, you have we to you have, I start, have to, you have to start somewhere else. I'm sorry. The mother has to be like, I have to leave town yeah. because you're a piece of shit. Yeah. We have to start anew. Like, like literally, we might have to change our names. But no, instead, she's just like, instead, the mother's just like, oh, I, I didn't realize you, you were, you, you were sad boy. Well, I, it's. First of all, the mother should have just become a traveling nurse. She would have made way more money. And then they could have gotten the fuck out of Dodge. And, like, you could go to college. You know, like, it's fine. Like, I don't know. The whole thing, it was just, like, it was disgusting. It was honestly disgusting. It's such a bad premise. I, I, the, the fact that anybody likes it is wild to me. It's wild. So, just the, the, so, on, on, the, on the face of it, it's bad. And like wait till the, you see, wait till you hear the movie we're going to watch next week. <laughs> like, this is 29% on Rotten Tomatoes. 30% of critics saw this movie and said, yes, I yeah. think this is a good idea yeah. to watch. Crazy. Now, okay, so Dragon, highest of recommends? No, I truly, I sort of assume. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So, Do not. Okay, you heard it. Dragon said, stop what you're doing now and watch this movie on HBO. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Anyway. Stop, I'm gonna... Pause the podcast and watch the movie. I knew what it, I knew what was gonna happen, and I still was like, "Wow, this is worse than I thought it was gonna be." <laughs> you, you you were hoping that I was exaggerating. I really I was really hoping. I was like, "Well, clearly Berto was exaggerating." And it's not. <laughs> clearly Berto was a crazy person. He wouldn't be being honest about this. Yeah. And then it turns out like, "Oh, oh my goodness, no. no!" You didn't exaggerate at all, which is crazy. That doesn't fuck. It doesn't even fucking make sense. You didn't exaggerate. Okay. Okay. All we right. have to move on. We can't. We can't spend more time on this okay. fucking movie. Okay. 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 So next. So uh, I we watched 1995's Tank Girl. Um, so Tank Girl is currently streaming on Prime. Um, so this is this is one of those movies that had I watched it somewhere between 1995 and 2005, I would have absolutely loved it. It would have been mm-hmm. like right up my alley. Great. I'd have so much nostalgia for it. Unfortunately, Teenage Dragon would love it. Oh, for sure. Unfortunately, I watched it as a 34 year old <laughs> a couple days ago. <laughs> Okay. And this movie's not good. <laughs> it's just straight mm-hmm. up. It's not good. Lori Petty's cool. I like Lori Petty a lot. Um, but, you know, the rest of it is like the most 90s bullshit movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> like, okay. it's, like if, if like, it's like if you gave the 90s some LSD, like this is the movie that comes out. So I recently watched this movie. Yeah. Okay. And I fully agree with you. The, and two things. Number one, this is not a good movie. Number yeah. two. This is the most '90s movie imaginable. Truly, truly. But the music, the music, the weird like editing, the whole, the whole, the whole look, the whole aesthetic of it, is the most '90s thing in the world. Mm-hmm. That that being said, I I enjoy it, and maybe it's because I did watch it in the '90s, mm-hmm. but I liked it when I rewatched it, just because it had this manic energy to it that only Laurie Petty. Basically, the movie matched what Laurie Petty was doing. <laughs> yeah. And something about that matching, I was like, okay, this is, this is, I, I, I enjoy what I'm watching right yeah, now. Yeah, and I, sorry, I, yeah. I, I think if I, had I watched this as a kid, I would have loved it, honestly. Okay. And I think that if, like, rewatching it now, I would be like, I recognize that it's bad, but I still like, it's, it has got so much nostalgia for me and I love it. 
I, it just didn't, it, that's impossible. I've, I've gone, I've over the hump when it comes to whether or not I can enjoy Tank Girl. You know what I mean? I saw it <laughs> simply too late in life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And that's, uh. and that's a shame and that's it. Um, I, the, the kangaroo people were just like the last straw. <laughs> the kangaroo people who were just like, we're all super horny for no reason. Right. Like this movie has so much sexual harassment and assault. It's, it, that's played for laughs. It's okay. wild. Now, now I feel like now I feel like you're just attacking me. <laughs> yeah, it's not great. It's not great. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I I like that it's basically a cartoon come to life. I guess that's pretty fun. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And what I've heard is like that's it's essentially what the car, what the comic was like. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Which is just fucking chaos, chaos <laughs> even in the even in the comic book form. It was just chaos. Yeah, yeah. It, it was is- more. It's it's more like mood than anything else. Yeah, Cha- and the cha- mood chaotic is, is a good way to describe the movie. Yeah, and the mood is uh, we all ha- snorted a lot of coke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, well, doing everything. Okay. Anyway, I'm gonna move on. So that's that's Tank Girl. Um, next, uh, we watched a uh, horror slasher from 1989 called Nightmare Beach. Um, so, uh, Nightmare Beach is currently only streaming on Canopy. I think, I think we like downloaded it. I have no idea how we got it. Um, okay. but it is a, it is a very fun slasher. So it's basically the premise is there's a, there's a, a person killing people on a motorcycle. And uh-huh. that's like that, that's the whole thing. And like a beach town in like, you know, California or whatever. And it's okay. honestly just like a super fun slasher. It's a, and, and I will say when the, they revealed who the killer is, cause the whole time you're like sort of trying to figure out who the killer is because he's wearing like a mask and um, when they revealed it i was genuinely shocked which was fun like it was like not you know it, it was like one of those movies where i like i had a good time throughout and it's stupid and it's schlocky and it's just a good time it feels very much like a good joe bob movie here's a question it was not joe bob yes um did the did the story make sense in any way mm, kind of Okay, because it's uh, like I looked at who the director is, and it's a it looks like a very Italian looking name. Yeah, 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 yeah. So which which normally Italian 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 horror movies, it's like it doesn't need to make sense. Just yeah. fucking yeah. do every, do things. <laughs> Listen, I let me here here's it. It makes about as much sense as it needs to in order to see the kills. <laughs> so did great it, description. Did it make a ton of sense? No. Did it need to? Absolutely not. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. But it, it's one of those ones that like, if you, if you stumble upon it somewhere, I think it's worth a watch. It, I think it was fun enough where it's totally worth a watch. Okay. Um, I am going to move on since that one's hard to find. Uh, so another one that's super hard to find. So we went out to the theater. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Andrew and I went to a film noir, which actually just had a write up in the New York times. It's a little local theater right by us. Oh, I know. Yeah, it's fancy. fancy. Um, that plays like the weirdest shit. Like you go in at any given time and it's like a weird Japanese like slasher from, you know, the nineties or it's a, it's an Italian like film noir or something, you know, it's like it's some shit like it's always like really weird shit. Um, mm-hmm. It's very it, sometimes it's great. Sometimes it's like really boring. It really depends. It's just a shot in the dark, you know, and the guy who runs it, who owns film noir, he just like programs by like a whim, like he programs whatever he thinks would be fun. So he'll do like he'll do stuff that's like genuinely hard to watch and then he'll do stuff that's like slapstick and fun. Um, but they're always like underground films basically okay okay gotcha. so he played um the a 1965 movie called vinyl which is an andy warhol basically experimental um what feels like a very small stage play of a clockwork orange i'm gonna say this yeah um when someone says oh it's experimental yeah. normally it means it's shit yes 
Correct. Okay. Yes, gotcha. correct. A hundred percent correct. It is so boring. It's an hour. <laughs> it's an hour and four minutes. And so the thing about it, like, it's just a bunch of people doing poppers and like reading off of cue cards right off camera. Like that's like, and it's, it is, it's literally a clockwork orange. It's the story of a clockwork orange, but oh my fucking God, was it boring? I was like, man, Andy Warhol, get out of your ass, man. This sucks. Edie Sedgwick is just smoking a cigarette on the side the whole time for like a full hour. Just like doing nothing. but smoking. (laughs) It was, yeah. So when we went to see it, Andrew prefaced it by being like, listen, I think this is going to be really bad, but it's only an hour. And I was like, okay, deal. (laughs) (laughs) Even still an hour. Look, an hour can take a long ass time. And And believe me, Berto, this hour took an excruciating amount of time. It very, very much took a long time. Um, anyway, so, I wouldn't recommend. You, you know what this sounds like? What? This sounds like, um, oh, fucking Yoko Ono once was yeah. like, oh, I really enjoy this, this artist, this blah, blah, blah. Berto, no matter re- what you're about to say, the fact that you said Yoko Ono, I, yes, a hundred percent. So what the artist was, was he was like, I wrote a, I wrote a song called 438. 438 is the length of time, the length of amount of the song. Now, and the artist, this is the artist explaining it. He was yeah. like. Um, the song, it consists of only one note and that note is silent. Oh my God. I hate it. And it was just four, four minutes and 38 seconds of silence. Yeah, yeah. And then everyone's like, oh yes, he's a true artist. And I'm just Brilliant. like, this guy is so in his own ass. And yeah. that basically sounds like the movie you saw. Yeah. Yep. A hundred percent. They do like some like bondage stuff to make it like, I, I don't, I just was like, you're all like, just on drugs and you thought this would be fun and you have a camera. I, and, but because you're Andy Warhol, it's going to like live in perpetuity. And people are going to be like, ah, oh, yes, it was genius because yeah. of this and that and fucking shit. And like, yeah. no one wants to just say the emperor has no clothes. No yeah. one wants to say, I think Andy Warhol got too high of this today and yeah. came up with a really bad idea. Um, anyway, if you're interested in watching it, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah. Who the fuck knows where it's on? I, I'm pretty sure it's on, like, Vimeo for free or something. You could maybe L- just Google it. <laughs> I'm sure you can find Luck- it. Luckily, luckily, no one should. Have, no one will ever find it. Luckily. It do- <laughs> you the, don't need to. It's for just, the betterment of the world. It's just not even, like, there's nothing, like, it's just not even worth it. But we went into a theater to watch it, so here we are. Um, <laughs> okay. we, I watched it. So I'm just going to talk about one other thing really quick. Um, okay. okay. So there's a movie, uh, th- this last movie they're going to talk about is called The Hidden. So this is a 1987 uh, sci-fi action movie starring Kyle MacLachlan, um, the guy from, um, uh, what is it called? Uh, Twin Peaks. Oh. Twin Peaks. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and this movie was just one of those like 80s fun sci-fi movies. Like it's like a sci-fi like horror-ish movie. It's basically a, um, a, a, a cop is hunting down this... Uh, thing that takes over bodies like this alien basically that takes over bodies mm-hmm. um it, so it's basically a mix of like the thing and body snatchers and like whatever um so it, it's just like a fun you know 80, 1987 sci-fi movie and i like uh kyle mclaughlin a lot so it was it was just a really fun time like an enjoyable watch and sometimes okay. you just want like a really fun 80s movie yeah, and, no, you, you know me. I love my fun 80s movies. Yeah, I would say Nightmare Beach and The Hidden are like, we double featured them, and it was a great double feature. It was okay. like, you get one slasher and you get one sci-fi, and it was just lovely. Okay. Lovely to do. Sounds good, right? Yeah, so I am wrapped up. So, Berto, uh, why don't you tell us about what you watch in a little something way to call Berto in the bed. So, so uh, no, well, you know, I want to talk about it, Dear Evan Hansen again, but, no. you know, you won't let me. Literally, it's not allowed. 
All right, so uh, this week, me and Machik mm-hmm. were basically channel surfing, and I was like, oh, you know what? I heard that the movie that's like being featured on Prime right now is really mm-hmm. good, so I wanted to watch it. And what it was was called, it's a little movie, Dragon, called 13 Lives. Um, do you remember in mm-hmm. 20, I believe it was 2018, mm-hmm. um, there was a an incident in... Uh, Thailand, where like 12 kids and their coach was were yes. stuck in a cave. Yes. And basically they were like, we have to fucking get them out and we have no idea how we're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And then some, by some sheer miracle, they got them out. The, it was like a bunch of cave divers that did it so, for like yeah. funsies came in and got them out somehow. They, so, okay. So this is the movie about that. This is now, a movie, not a documentary. So, okay. So pretty much... In, uh, because I also saw the documentary. Okay. The document. Okay, let, let, I'll talk about both of them together. Okay. Okay. Because the documentary is called The Rescue, and it's on Disney Plus. Because mm-hmm. once I finished the movie, I immediately went and found the documentary. Me and my chick watched it the next day. Great. Now, the documentary is basically the documentary came out, and the documentary was like it's fucking phenomenal. It's mm-hmm. amazing because as much as you think it's difficult to do it, the documentary really explains like why it was impossible. Yeah. to get these fucking kids out. Yeah. And it was because the kids were like, they were basically six miles inside of the cave because it, the cave flooded. Yeah. And uh, as it flooded, they had to run basically deeper into the cave and then they got stuck in some spot where they're like, we're stuck here. It, it was six miles inside of the cave. That's okay? so insane. It's so insane. Cause it's because the monsoon season came early. Yeah. So it just flooded. And apparently when it rains, that, that, that cave floods easily. Yeah. Um, and then, like, basically, at first they were, like, sending in, t- like, the, the, the Navy SEALs, the, the Thai SEALs, yeah. to go in there and try to get them out. And they, they went about, like, three miles in and couldn't go any deeper. And then what happened was these, like, basically what happened was this guy was like, you need these two guys. And that is um, John Voltahan and Richard Stanford. Okay. And they are two, I'm sorry, Richard Stanton. Stanton. And the, they're basically, he was like, these are the two greatest cave divers in the world. And these are just guys who do it, like, on the weekends for fun. Yeah. Because, and, and they're and they're trying to explain to you, like, the, the it's different. It you, you can't, like, the SEALs are not trained for this. It's a completely different environment. Right. So these two guys go in there, and they're fucking swimming. And the problem is, like, it's not just that you're swimming. You're swimming with no visibility, no space, and, like, you're swimming against the stream. And I, nothing, nothing feels more claustrophobic than what, than like describing this, like what happened to these kids. Yes. And basically, uh, they, they go in there and then after, then they find the kids. And basically when they went in there, they were like, oh, oh, we were fully expecting to just find dead bodies. Yeah. Like there's no way these kids fucking survive 10 days. Yeah. Um, and then they found the kids and that like the, what the guy said immediately was like, well, we're going to be the only two people who ever see these kids alive because oh, there's no fucking way to getting out of here. Can you imagine? They, 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 just so you understand, they are the two best cave divers in the world. And they made it there. And then they're like, how the fuck are we going to get these kids out of here? Because they, as they explained it, they, there was an earlier incident where they had like three guys and they had to take them, like literally just grab them 30 seconds on the water and then they bring them to another spot and then they're, free, they're, they're out. Yeah. And he's like, it, it was like wrestling underwater. And we were like, we can't, how the fuck are we going to do this for kids? It was, it was, I think they said about eight hours swimming to mm-hmm. get there. 
and then I think it's like somewhere between uh, they, they they people different people gave different accounts. Yeah. Some people said it takes two out to sorry three hours mm -hmm. to get back out because you're going with the stream, and then other people were like sometimes it takes five. It probably depends. Yes, on the on the swimmer on everything on everything. Yeah, yeah. But they were like, how the fuck are we gonna do this? Also, while we're doing this, the cave is still filling up. Because the monsoon season, and it the, so the documentary and the movie go into the fuck everything that had to go into getting these fucking kids out. And by the way, to the spoiler alert, you know, for a fucking news story, yeah. they they get all the fucking kids out. Uh, one person died, and he was a, a Navy SEAL who died. Oh my, really? One of the rescuers died. One of the rescuers dies. Oh, I didn't realize uh, that. A trained a trained guy who had volunteered to yeah. go in. He died. Um, and what was more, what, to, okay, so Dragon, this is one of those things that's like, it's, it's the perfect Birdo movie because <laughs> it gives you a lot of facts. Yep. It's straight to the fucking point. And like, the thing I loved about it is that at the end you get this, you get the, you get, at the end of the movie, you get a lot of the feels. Yeah. All right. Because it's basically like what they described. Well, all was, the kids survived. So like, that's yes. just. <laughs> but it, they, like they said it early on, if like, they, when they came up with the plan of how to get them out, mm -hmm. they were like. If we're lucky, we can get one kid out. Yeah. And then they, they got out all 12 alive. They were like, if we can get one kid out alive, we, we, we did a good job. Yeah. And they fucking get all the kids out. And it's, again, like, I don't want to spoil it for you. Also, because I, I kind of want to do this movie for the podcast because there's, I have so much more to talk about it because it's yeah, yeah. fucking insane. And, um, yeah, it's just like, it's fucking crazy how they get the kids out yeah. the plan they come up with is literally as one person describes it, it's like we had we had we had two options the craziest most insane plan imaginable mm -hmm. or we just leave them in the cave to die yes <laughs> Th those were the two options <laughs> but yeah when when they find when they pull them out and it gives you all the feels and it gives like man it made me have this like feeling about like oh my god human beings are the most amazing things imaginable yeah we the really fact that when we when we decide to do something we will figure it out a yeah, lot we, of the time and and it works yeah. it fucking work it's one of those things where it's like they described what it took to get these people to get these kids out it dragging five thousand people from 17 different countries came around from around the world and volunteered to help mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and 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 the, I mean, and as one person described, it was like you had a hand working. The swimmers swimming them out was one finger. You forget that there's people covering up holes in the mountain to try to prevent the the, the cave from flooding even yeah. more. They have people pumping water out. They had an entire village just feeding people because you have five thousand people there. It dragging the kids were in there for two and a half weeks. That's wild. They're, you know, and it like again when they get out, it's one of those moments where it's like, 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 oh my God, the human beings are are amazing. The fact that we can come up with this shit, it's yeah. just amazing. It's amazing. Well, it's like weird so. feet. It's like weird feats, right? Like I feel like you get a similar feeling in a very different way, though, from like a sports movie where somebody does something like incredible, right, with their yeah, body, no. just like incredible. Yes. Yeah. When when somebody when when the impossible is made possible, yeah. that that's essentially what this movie like like fucking landing on the moon. Yeah. When the impossible is made possible, that's when you're like, man, human beings are fucking amazing. Yeah. So, it, yeah, it gave me all the feels. Uh, and I will say the documentary definitely makes you understand why it's so difficult more so. Yeah. But the, the movie, I feel like, gave more the feels.
Okay. Because because you have to remember, like the, the type of men who the type of people who are able to cave dive and save thirteen children from this mm-hmm. are the type of people who are like, uh, I don't feel emotions because <laughs> emotions emotions will lead to me drowning. Yeah. So I can't feel emotions. So them describing like, yeah, you know, and then we took the kids this way and then we did that and then yeah, we we, we did it. We did it. It was just like, man, you guys you, you don't have you you don't have the negative emotions of oh I'm gonna die, yeah. but you also don't have the positive emotions of I I did the impossible I made the impossible possible. Right, you're just like you're you're very blunted in all of the ways. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So luckily they got Viggo Mortensen and um, fuck who is the other actor? I have no uh, idea. God damn it, <laughs> I'm looking it up right now. Viggo they got Viggo Mortensen and they got Colin Farrell. To be able mm. to give you the the facial expressions of holy shit, I can't believe that worked. Yeah. <laughs> the facial expression of oh my god, I really thought this kid was dead. Yeah, Jesus Christ. You know. That's so fucking wild. I guess it also takes a certain it takes a certain kind of person to like one to cave dive like that, right? In a situation where you have like a four inch opening, you have to get your body through somehow. Mm-hmm. That's also underwater. And if you move yes. wrong, you're going to die and you're going to be stuck there forever. And yeah. it's a certain kind of person to do that. It takes a certain kind of person to volunteer to go into a cave where you think you're just going to find 25 dead bodies of kids. Right. Yes. Like, it's basically the person who's like my emotions. I'm going to take my emotions and I'm going to put it in a little box yeah. and I'm going to put that on the counter. And when I get back home, I'm going to pick that counter back up and then you have emotions again. We'll deal with that later. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's because again, like most of the time these people are are called in and asked to help when it's like something is caught or we need to retrieve a body. Yeah. So he, the, one of the guys in the documentary was, they were like, how many bodies have you retrieved in your life? And he's like, uh, about nine. Yeah. It's crazy. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I read a, I read a book, um, a while ago about a, um, a woman who died in New Hampshire on one of the mountains. She went, uh, she went on a, um, basically she climbed, she climbed a mountain in the, in the winter. (laughs) She wanted to, she wanted to climb a mountain in the winter, which like you can do, right? But you have to be like very good at it. (laughs) Uh And she wasn't, and she did not make it, but she, um, the book like talks about her talks about all the mistakes she made like how she ended up on the mountain in the situation that she was in but it also talks about the rescuers and the people who like regularly you know go up in like a blizzard on a mountain and almost die getting the people who are like 90 percent of the time they're already dead anyway you know okay yeah uh it was it was very very interesting to, to to read it and to hear them just talking about like yeah you know we um we went to the storm and I got frostbite. Uh, I started I started succumbing to hypothermia and I realized that I had to climb down. And it's just, yeah. him, it's just him talking about like the fact that he like was 20 minutes away from freezing to death on a mountain and like luckily just like realized he almost died. He was about to die and was able to get down. But how insane it is like when hypothermia sets in that you just like don't realize what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Know? It's it's the type of person who will be like, oh, I'm gonna die in 20 minutes. Let me start mo- making my way back down. Yeah, that's the type of person who will live. Yeah. Whereas the type of person like me who would be like, holy fuck, I only have 20 minutes to live. I'm gonna die. That's when I panic and just like fall. Well, think about and die. Think about how much willpower you have to have when your body is literally shutting down to keep moving. Like that's yeah, just that's exactly. what that's what it is. You know, the willpower, <laughs> the sheer willpower of doing just, that. It's it's like saw. It's like it's like a mo- a, a, se- a section of saw. It's like you you need to cut your arm off or else you'll die. And it's like just the person who's like, well, then I just picked up the knife and cut my arm off. Yep. You know, it was either that or dying. 
very what is it 127 hours was that the movie where oh yeah yeah Uh, yeah yeah. all right uh yeah let's move on let's move on because i i do i man if maybe not soon but i I would like to do that movie for the podcast it does sound sound incredibly stressful I will it's, say. It was stress. Uh, it was stressful. It has all the feels. It gives a lot of details, and uh, yeah, it was really. I really enjoyed it a lot. I wouldn't mind watching it again and talking about it to you, Dragon. Okay, deal. All right, let's move on, Dragon. So, what is Dragon? I've often, often asked you, what is your favorite type of movie? Uh huh. That's right, a rom com. <laughs> That's what I watched this weekend. I oh, watched. You, you know damn well I hate a rom com. <laughs> I watched a little movie called Music from Another Room. Now, sorry, Music from Another Room. This is on Amazon Prime if you want to watch it, by the way. That is the worst name of a movie. Well, okay, this is a rom-com starring your boy, Jude Law. Okay. It has Jennifer Tilly and Gretchen Maul. You know what? I do love Jennifer Tilly. Yeah. So, okay, let me explain to you the premise of this fucking movie. (laughs) Because this is one that I watched because uh, how did this get made? Oh, okay, okay. So basically, it's uh, a kid. He's about five years old. His father is like an army surgeon, and he's visiting someone's house. And then it's like, holy shit! The my pregnant wife is giving birth this moment. Mm-hmm. And as she's giving birth, he's like, oh shit! The the the, the his the five year old son it like sneaks is snuck is hiding in the room mm-hmm. watching the birth happen. Okay. And then the father's like, oh, like they spot the kid and they're like, oh, what are you doing here? What, what are you doing? Get you know, get out of here. And the father's like, wait, 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 no, come here. Uh, the umbilical cord's wrapped around the baby's neck. Mm-hmm. Son, I need you to reach your hand in there, unwrap it, and then that way the baby can come out. And okay. the kid does it, right? Yeah. Not, not weird. No, no. It's a, sure. It's, it's sheer luck, sheer, sheer stroke of luck. All right, right. So what happens is the the five year old then sees the baby and is like, "I'm gonna marry her." I just um yeah. Fast no. forward. Okay. Twenty five years later, Jude Law is now a grown man and he moves to a new town, and then he happens to be like, "Wait a minute, this place looks familiar," and uh, turns out. It, he moves into the town that that happened to and then runs into this family and then spots the girl and he's like, oh my goodness, I'm in love with her. Oh my God. Very Twilight. He imprinted on her. Is that what, is that what you're saying? <laughs> Pretty much, yes. Yes. This movie is manic and fucking nuts, but also had this lovable thing where I'm like, I kind of like some aspects of this. Granted, this movie's fucking crazy. You, but I kind of, I, I do, I did enjoy some aspects of it. You now, fucking it was, love a rom-com. It, I do not understand it. I'll never understand it. It was a little too, I've explained it to you before, okay? It's because it's, it's, it's like a fucking sci-fi movie, right? <laughs> sure. It's a, fan, it's a fantasy movie. Yes. It's a sci-fi movie. Yes, right? it, is, just, it is, it is, it yes. is. If you just give in to the, to the concept, then, then everything else is fun. It's people who are like, that doesn't make sense. Oh. <laughs> They wouldn't like each other. They would oh that that they wouldn't run into each other like that. It's the same people who would be like lightsabers. Don't, don't, that doesn't even make sense. Oh, God. What, what? There's a wizard who can cast spells. Oh God, this is stupid. You know what I mean? Fine. What do you mean? What do you mean that the character from RRR can, he can't pick up a motorcycle and swing it? You know what I mean? It's people like that. Okay, That's when you won't enjoy it. Fine. <laughs> But anyway, this movie is fucking crazy. It's a rom-com. It, uh, uh, I don't know if I would recommend it. <laughs> maybe, maybe you should hate watch it. No, I won't. I won't. 
I won't. I won't hate watch <laughs> rom coms. I draw lines. <laughs> it, it does have some things that make me laugh. That made me laugh because it was so silly and so over the top. Yeah. Was, but uh, for overall, I was like, yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just. I didn't. I didn't enjoy it that much. It was yeah. fine. All right. All right. Let's move on. Okay. Please. So, next. All right, Dragon. So I watched a little movie also on uh, the Primes mm-hmm. called American Fright Fest. Yes, Dragon. This is a horror movie. Thank God. Yes, it is cheaply made. <laughs> And basically what it was, was uh, for some reason, for reasons, basically, the mayor of a town is like, I need the, oh, I need the kid vote, so I'm going to hire a horror director, and he's going to make one of those like horror haunted houses. I just watched this not that long ago. Wow, really? Yeah, it was a Terror Tuesday movie. We watched, You know, we pick a bad, a bad horror yeah. movie? Yeah, it was one of those. Well, let, let me just say this, Dragon. Um... Movie was way too long. <laughs> it was ninety minutes long, and it was way too long. And woof, the acting was really bad. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like the male actors were chosen because they they have a certain uh, chin chin structure. Yep. And the female actors, it was literally like, um, you got big boobies, you're in. Yep, a hundred percent. And that was it. And yep. basically, they just had them running around. To me, the worst part was the ending when they they arrest the guy, the the guy who they think is a bad guy. I don't even and remember how it ended. Honestly, basically, basically, there's two escape convicts in the in the in the house. Mm-hmm. One of them is an actual serial killer, and the other one, who everyone thinks is a serial killer, um, is helping them. Mm. At the end, the one that was helping gets arrested for all the kills. And I'm like, but there was someone recording the whole thing. I, yeah. <laughs> it just didn't make any sense. I also, remember, the girl who I remember, survived. I remember a bunch of things about this movie not really making a ton of sense. I mean, again, am I going to complain about it? No. No, because again, we've established. If it's a rom-com, am I going to be like, oh, those two wouldn't be together? No, yeah. oh, that doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? This is why we don't complain about rom-coms. Mm-hmm. Anyway, don't recommend. Boring movie. <laughs> Great. <laughs> All right, next. 10, ten out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, I've had a fun week. All right, all right. I'll, I'll do the last two real quick. So for uh, your your boy, Joe Bobs, mm-hmm. I watched a movie called Mother's Day. It was a horror thriller, and it was basically like a cabin in the woods where three women go, I guess they go camping for a weekend, but then they get trapped by uh, a family of, like, crazy people who then, like, uh, you know, torture them yeah and then the girls get out and then they take revenge um honestly it was fast okay it was like a 90 minute movie and i was expecting it to be longer mm-hmm. uh had a lot of scenes where i was like i don't i don't understand what the point of this is and then had like graphic long torture like not even torture like psychological torture that ended in rape yeah. and i'm just like there's no point to this yeah but I think it was just like the the whoever the director was was just like let's just make the craziest thing possible. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was it, it's it was it was it was a meh movie. Yeah. Uh, the good thing was that Joe Bob was like interviewing uh, Eli Roth there, yeah. and honestly, him talking about the movie was far more interesting than uh, the actual movie. I, I mean, uh, usually that's how it goes. The interviews are yeah. much better. But, um, yeah, I wouldn't recommend it unless you're, like, really into, like, niche fucking horror movies. Yeah. Uh, all right. Then the last one, Dragon. Okay? I'm, I, I was on the, the Netflix machine. Mm-hmm. All right? 
and I watched a little movie called I Am the Pretty Thing That Lives in the House. Okay. Horrible title. Absolutely terrible. Don't worry, Dragon. It was a horrible movie. So <laughs> luckily, the title described it. This is a movie that was, it's less than 90 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I felt like the movie was crawling to that 90-minute mark. Oh. Literally, I could probably tell you the story, the entire plot. And it was like with, with details about everything that happened, and it would take up like two minutes. <laughs> nothing happens in the movie, and it's basically just a woman like walking in a house, fucking with something creepy in the house, mm. and then like at the end she fucking just dies. So it's, it very much reminds me of uh, House of the Devil. Okay, okay Dragon, here, let me describe this. You should have movie a... so much, but you're so wrong. Okay, go. This, this movie was very like mood, moody. Yeah. Yeah. Like it was a mood film and just slow as fuck. So imagine if you saw House of the Devil and you said, this movie is just, everything is happening too fast for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. I, this, I, it's just too much is happening right now. The acting is just, there's too much acting going on. <laughs> I need this. I need everything slowed down so okay. that I can process and understand it. Okay. That's this movie. All right. Um. Great. So horrible. I'm ringing. Indoor. Horrible. 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 It got. It has sixty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know who the fuck. Oh, I don't know who the fuck would watch this movie and say yes, I want to watch it. It's the worst thing I've ever seen. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen, but it's it's up there. It's up there. Yeah. Anyway, highest of recommends. <laughs> so it's on Netflix, is what you're saying. Yes. You know what? In the end, Dragon, it's just amazing that a movie was made. And when I say that, I literally mean somebody read the script and went, you know what? Fuck it. I'll, I'll put money into this. I don't, it, it's always surprising when that happens, right? When you're like, really? This is, this is what you thought? Okay. Yeah. I want to see what you said no to. Yeah, right? <laughs> how bad fun is, stuff. How bad? No. It's like, how bad is the stuff you said no to that yeah. this is what you say yes to? I just think sometimes, like, sometimes people want to make an art film and, like, Andy Warhol... Um, or this guy and it's just like you're just like well you know you're not just because you can doesn't mean you should <laughs> good point alright dragon yeah. why don't we go ahead and finish this off let's okay. get to our final segment okay. a little segment we like to call dragon at the movies dragon mm-hmm. this week I got to pick right you sure did so I picked a little movie it's currently on the Hulus it's called The Prey it came out in 2020, I'm sorry, 2022. Yeah. Uh, it's an hour and 39 minutes. The director is Dan Trechenberg. Trachtenberg. And it is... Trechenberg. <laughs> Trachtenberg. And it's starring Amber Midthunder. Mm-hmm. Dragon, why don't you go ahead and give me one of your world-famous Dragon at the Movies. Oh, no. Okay, so Prey is essentially about... A uh, woman, I'm going to look at the Comanche warrior slash, okay, so wait, no. So it's a woman in in the Comanche tribe in the, like, late 1800s in the U.S., right? Uh Um, And I think it's the 1800s anyway. 1700s maybe, I don't know. And anyway, point being. 17, 17, 15. Thank you. Um, Somewhere around that time. Okay. Um, She's she's basically, uh, she wants to be a warrior and she's trying to, like, prove herself as a, a woman that can like hunt or something um and what ends up happening is the predator comes down because <laughs> this is a predator mm-hmm. movie 
<laughs> and she yeah. has to she has to prove herself by hunting and killing the ultimate predator, the predator. <laughs> predator. The yes. ultimate predator. The, predator. The predator. Yeah. The predator. The predator. Um, <laughs> while also fighting the fucking patriarchy, am I right? <laughs> God damn it. This fucking movie. Alright. Dragon. Yes. Uh, I mean that's actually a pretty good synopsis. Can I just say that? Can can we just point out that I actually watched this movie two weeks ago and I didn't take notes because I watched it before we I knew we were picking it for this <laughs> for this podcast. So you, so you have zero notes for this. I have zero notes. That's correct. It's all. So what you're saying? This entire the the rest of this podcast is all on my shoulders. It's coming out of my brains. I, <laughs> I my don't brains want you. I don't want you to worry about this about this dragon because that shit's on my shoulder. Let me just say this dragon. Yep. That shit's on my shoulder and I'm carrying you to the finish line. Right? <laughs> yes. It's fucking happening. Let's, All right, dragon. Let's jump into this. Let's jump into this shit. Okay. All right. Number let's one. Get started. Number one. My favorite character was the dog by far. <laughs> dog. Uh, I actually had someone text me when they were watching this movie. Uh, and they basically text me, text me, and they were like, "Hey, uh, does the dog live? Because <laughs> yeah. I can't watch this if anything happens Correct. to the dog." And I was Correct. like, "I have no fucking idea." Yeah, <laughs> but I'm very happy to report the dog does live. At the the end. dog does live. Very. The important. dog makes it. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. All right, dragon. Uh, yeah. Let me just say this. Though. Yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and create some controversy. Okay. Okay. God damn it. So, go ahead. You, you know me, right? I uh-huh. love historical accuracy. You do. You do. Especially love in my movies. Yep. Now. And I'm gonna fully say I might be wrong about this because I'm trying to remember this from my brain. Oh, but no. for some reason, I remember the Comanche being like in the Oklahoma area. That's more southern plains. <laughs> okay. But this movie takes place in like Dakota, like the North and South Dakota, which is the, the northern plains. Uh-huh. In fact, it says northern plains. Yep. Yep. The fuck are they trying to? <laughs> what the fuck are they trying to? What bullshit are they trying to sell so, us? Wait, let me ask you something. Is this your one yes. gripe about this uh, sci-fi horror movie? <laughs> the second I saw that, I turned it off. I was like, I no, I will not stand for this. <laughs> so you want to know what I thought this was at first? <laughs> so basically the movie opens and, you know, it's, it has like the title card saying it's like the 1700s or whatever, Northern Plains, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Um, and then you, like, you basically see like some Native Americans hunting and uh, you see somebody notice something in the sky, and it's a, a spaceship, basically. Yeah. And my stupid ass thought this was a new Marvel show. Of <laughs> 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 a, a fucking superhero I didn't know. And I was like, oh, is this a new Marvel show? Okay. And Andrew goes, just keep watching. And I was like, fine. <laughs> and I'm watching. And then at a certain point, I see, like, a, a an invisible, like, big thing. And I was like... Mm-hmm. Wait, is this a Predator movie? <laughs> Berto, I had no idea there was a new Predator movie. Exactly zero idea. It wasn't really? until I saw the see-through Predator where I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. That looks like a Predator. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait a minute. Are they bringing Predator into Marvel now? <laughs> <laughs> Did Marvel buy Predator? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! I just I can't I, I just assume everything is Marvel now. I just a hundred percent assume it. At some point, you know what? I will say this: that that is a safe assumption, right? All right, because uh, by the way, uh, there was uh, 
what's it called? Predator was in the comics. Mm-hmm. It was in Dark Horse, mm-hmm. which I think became part of DC, but I might be wrong on that. Okay. Because I, I don't, my, my, my history of comic books is not as up to date as one would hope. I, I, I fully understand that. My history of comics is zero. <laughs> <laughs> ah, well, you know what, Dragon? Maybe, maybe I could just, you know, what are you doing tomorrow? I could <laughs> I got like two free hours. I could explain to you the history of comic books, starting from the inception. You know what? I don't think we need to do that. Well, I, I'm going to do it. Don't worry, Dragon. I don't want you to worry. Okay? I don't think we need to do that. <laughs> All right, Dragon. So, let's talk about this fucking movie. Okay. All right. Now, number one. Yes. Yeah. Well. Oh yeah. We already established that the dog was. Uh, that the dog is awesome. The dog so is the best good. character. Yes. Yeah. Such a well, such a good dog. Just a well-behaved dog. Great actor. Ten out of ten. All around. <laughs> Love the dog. Uh, can I just say, um, when I first heard about this movie, mm-hmm. they basically were like, "Great news. We're gonna have uh, the predator come back in time, and he that the predator is gonna be attacking um, what's it called? In a, a Comanche tribe." And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, interesting, Comanches, okay, that's, that's cool, because the Comanches were very, like, ruthless warriors. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, that, that's very interesting. And they were like, we're going to get an all-Native American cast. And mm-hmm. immediately I just thought, oh, boy, we're going to have really bad actors. I will just say, yep. thank God I was wrong on that. Because you were wrong, yeah. I think, I think Amber is fucking, Amber Midthunder is fucking great and really good in this movie. Truly? And her, her Truly a great movie. A uh, great yeah. actress. Truly. I really, really enjoyed the performance in this. Uh, the Her brother, also really fucking good in this yep. movie. Yep, 100%. Um, uh, and then the, I think the only other one was, like, the mother. I didn't, Like, the mother just had a couple lines. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then everyone else had, like, one or two lines and then yep. just moved on. Yep. But, like, I... Like, again, I was scared, and then when I saw, when they were acting, I was like, oh my god, I was so wrong about this. They are very good, very good actors. Yeah, 100%. So, and not just, like, um, what's it called? Not just, uh, like, acting, acting, but also physical actors. Like, I 100% believe that they could do the fucking fighting that they did. Oh, for sure. Like, they, the whole thing, I was like, you know... I obviously don't know much about Native American culture or history because, you know. Well, let me go it, into but, it, Dragon. <laughs> but uh, it, it all felt, and none of it felt like, you know, sometimes you see stuff like this and it's like literally people being like, we're having a powwow and smoking a peace pipe. And you're like, ugh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it it, yes. it like, didn't feel like that, you know. It like, felt like relatively um, respectful, I guess. <laughs> so let me see if I get this straight. Yeah. You have no idea about... This, 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 the the Comanche tribe. But you Correct. are willing to put yourself out there and say this is exactly what they were like. No, I'm just saying it's not. That's like, what you're saying. Everyone, it's not like just... the worst stupid stereotypes of like what white people think Native Americans were like. Like yeah, what but it could modern be... day white people thought Native Americans were if... in the 1700s. Okay, but what if it was still the wrong stereotypes? Like saying the Comanches were in fucking Northern America rather than in fucking like the Texas area. <laughs> Which, again, I'm probably wrong on that, so... <laughs> and you did not Google I, it. I, no, no. If I, if I'm, I'm afraid that if I Google it, I'm going to be wrong, and yeah. then I'm going to have to apologize. And you know me, I don't like apologizing, so no, I'd rather just pretend that I'm correct. <laughs> you know what? I can't, I can't argue with you. That's fair. That's fair. I understand. <laughs> Wait, do you want to... I just Googled real quick. Um, just so you know, the dog in real life, his name is Coco. Yeah. And um, he's a rescue from Georgia. Oh, oh wow! That's a rescue dog. Yeah, that's a rescue dog. No, because I, I normally I would think like they would have a. You know what? I actually don't know how they would train oh, dogs. Oh, girl! In it's a girl dog. Sorry. 
a chick dog. Yeah. I actually don't know how they would train uh, a dog in movies. So I don't either. I, in my head, I'm just like, from birth, they are taught how to act. <laughs> so <laughs> instead of just like, yeah, I just give him a few treats, and then in like two weeks, he gets it. One of my favorite things, one of my favorite things about dogs in movies is if you watch them, you can see that they're like looking at their handlers off screen and it's just like kind of adorable. And it's just like, you know, that dog is so excited to be like doing what he's doing. He's going to get a treat after that. You're just like, <laughs> and it, there was a, there was a couple of scenes where the dog was like definitely doing that in here. And I was just like, what a good girl. Look <laughs> <laughs> amazing actress. I'm telling you, Coco nailed it. Really nailed her role. I believed her as a as a hunting dog. <laughs> all right, um, all right. Anyway, let's get. Yeah, let's, 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 let's we got to talk about the movie because we have not talked about the movie at all. But um, I could okay. talk about Coco more <laughs> if you want. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. So basically, we 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 learned about this fucking tribe and like we taught that like oh uh it, it, what the brother says is in order to do their ritual mm-hmm. to become a hunter it's like you have to hunt something that's hunting you. Right. And I'm like, oh, I, I like that because they're because I know what's going to be hunting them, the <laughs> ultimate predator. So that's a good that's a that's a pretty good way of bringing this in. But um, so basically, they they had someone out there who was hunting a lion. I'm assuming. Yeah. And like they find the guy, and then they're like, oh, let's just bring him back. And why is it only her that's the only one thinking? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like she's the only one who's like, wait a minute. The lion didn't kill him. He's still alive. What killed the lion? Yeah. And everyone else just stands there and I was like, that's a good point. But let's just keep doing, let's just ignore well, what you're it's, saying. It's not even, they're not even like, that's a good point. They're like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Like, shut up. Look at you big brain girl using your brain like a loser. That's what they were basically doing in this movie. Multiple times, too. Multiple times. Even when, like, she's clearly right. Well, my favorite thing is, like, they were, like, I was, like, all these people should be good trackers, right? They're, like, all hunters. But they they make it very clear that, like, she is the best one at it. And I was, like, she seems to be the only one. Yeah, (laughs) she seems to be. It's, it's like, head and head. She, she, uh, what's it called? Like, a full foot above the other, everyone yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is way above them, apparently, in, in the logic of this movie. No one's even close. Is it to head, the point and, where head no and one, shoulders head, above the rest? Is that the I term? did, but I questioned myself because I was like, am I just thinking of the shampoo? Yeah. <laughs> so then I just stopped myself halfway and just moved on. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, she is head and shoulders to the point where I'm like, she should be the only one hunting. (laughs) This movie should start with them already being like, no, she is the best hunter because she uses something called the brains. Yeah, she uses actual actual skill. The rest of you are just like fist fighting a lion that you run into. I don't know what you're planning. (laughs) I I don't understand their plan. (laughs) But uh, yeah, and then they they go out to hunt the lion and then the chick's like, hey, yo, what's up? Uh, I'm going to kill this lion. And then mm-hmm. the brother, what I like is the brother's like, okay, yeah. uh, you're going to fucking ha- kill the, hunt, the lion because the, you can see the brother is supportive. Yeah. He's like, my, ch- my sister is not acting like a chick. She's acting like a dude because she wants to be a hunter. Yeah. All right. And she, she hates the patriarchy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the patriarchy of the Native Americans. Indeed. Where only the men can be hunters, even though uh, no one really has said that, has said that to her. Instead, they're just like, shut up, nerd, using your brain to hunt. (laughs) That actually does seem to be, like, uh, there are a few, like, the the guy she ends up getting into a fist fight with, he's definitely a dick to her. Yes, he is. 
And then, uh, like, a couple of them are dicks to her. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, the guy who, because they're up on a tree. She comes up with a plan of how to, how to capture the lion. Mm-hmm. And they're up on a tree. And then the lion kills the guy <laughs> as he's talking shit to her. And yeah. I was like, that was fucking great. I love that. I agreed. Hard agree. I, I, I like that people, people get their comeuppance in this movie like, pretty quickly. And, yeah, it's basically like, you say something shitty, okay, time for you to die. Yep. But then the fucking, what happens is she gets knocked out by a rock. He carries her to the fucking, back to the village. And then goes out and finds the fucking lion, kills it, and then comes back and is claimed, and is, you know, rewarded as being the war chief. Yeah. And the fucking sister is like, this motherfucker, how dare he get something for the, how dare he hunt the lion that I got knocked out hunting? Well, so here's the thing about that scene that I didn't like. I felt like she was doing so well. Right. Mm-hmm. And then at a certain point, I was like, I feel like she just like was being dumb. And that's why she got knocked out. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like she should have done better. Yeah. And the, to me, the problem was that her brother not gets gets the line, captures it. Right. Mm-hmm. Brings it back and is given a basically the promotion. He's like the he's the, the king, the king warrior, basically. Yeah. He's he's the fucking he's the predator. I don't know what. It, it was like so it, the, it was like a rite of passage, right? Like that's what they were doing. Like no, but he he had done it before already. Basically, when he came back with that line, they're like, "Oh, you you've done this so well. Mm-hmm. You are going to be the chief. You're going to be the war chief. Mm-hmm. You're going to be in charge of you know like battles and shit." Mm-hmm. So you so he's basically like, "You're going to be the general of the army because you're so good." Yeah. Right. Um, and she's like mad, be like, how, oh, how dare my brother get a promotion for doing well at something? Yeah. And I was like, this fucking bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, also, it, she did fail. She did fail you, at it. Yeah. yeah. You should be dead. You should be dead. Mm. She should be dead because she hit her head on a fucking rock and went to sleep for fucking like hours. Hours. This did, this did use the, uh, the multiple people get knocked out for extended periods of time. And that, like, they did it like you would, you know, knock somebody out for surgery, like, as if it was nothing. Yeah, it just, it felt to me that, like, she is the worst part of, she, she has the worst, with that big brain of hers, right? Mm -hmm. She's doing the worst thing possible when it comes to being in a team or in a tribe or anything, which is she is not a team player. Yeah. They're like, hey, we got to go do something. And she's like, no, I'm going to go hunt because there's something else out there. And it's yeah. like, why? The fuck? We're all doing this thing. Can you? Can we work together? We got to work together. We are a fucking village. It's not a one-man fucking army, okay? Yeah. We are a village that works together. One person does gets berries. Other people, like, have to fucking scavenge this. Some mm-hmm. people fucking go hunting. Other people do these. You know, everyone has their own little role. And yeah. you're just like, no, no, no. I'm going to be the one who... who Who's in charge of ever? I want to be the fucking the 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 whatever, whatever you want to call it. I want to do my own thing. Yeah. It's like, girl, you're not helping the the village. All right. So that's your biggest gripe with this? That she yes. didn't know her place, Berto? Is that what you exactly. wanted? Exactly. My you biggest want, gripe is know because her place. because she went out to the fucking plains to fucking go hunt the predator, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, how many how many of her tribesmen die? <laughs> uh, six. Six. Yeah, six. Something like that. All right, and then she comes back, and they're like, "Well, you're the new. Well, well you know, we've lost six warriors, so I guess you're the new war chief." Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, you could have just fucking hang out there, and the predator would have probably been on the other side. He probably would have killed the Frenchman and been like, "All right, I'm cool. I'm gonna go home now." Yep. So, what I'm saying is, had she not gone out there, her village would th- th- those six people, including her brother, would still be alive today. 
I, you know, the thing is... To this day, by the way, 300 years later. The thing that's annoying... 300 years later. (laughs) The thing that is annoying is that you're not wrong if she had just, like, whatever, like, not done... But, but, like, you know... (laughs) The predator hunts the, the 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 other predators. Like he would have gotten to them eventually. No, but he he comes there. Well, according to the lore, I guess mm. the predator goes there, hunts for a while, and then like once, and basically he's hunting for prey, the the biggest prey you can find, which would have been the Frenchman. Yeah. And then just bounces. Yeah. All right. That's it. You, you know what? You convinced me. Thank you. Thank you. She All, what I'm it up saying for is she fucked it up for everyone. It's her fault. She should be kicked out of the tribe. And then she can be, like, chief of her own tribe of one person, which is what she really wants to be. Yeah. All right? Okay. Again, so we've already established that she's she's the bad, she's the bad guy. <laughs> so the good guy is the bear? Yeah, uh, yes, the good guy is definitely the bear. No, we established that the good guy is the dog. <laughs> oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So she's out there hunting, and uh, can I just say... Number one, when they showed the predator get bit by a wolf, I was like, man, this predator is not even that good. He's got bit by a wolf. Yeah, yeah. It's not really, like, they should have just had him kill the wolf easily, and then it would have been like, oh, yeah, he's really bad, because he killed the wolf without even trying. I actually kind of, I like that the bear gave him a run for his money. I, like, actually um, really like that. Kind of. I, I, I'm not going to give him a run for his money, but give him a good fight. Have you seen a bear? I mean, of course that would happen. Yeah, yeah of course. No, I saw, I saw what he did to fucking, uh, what's his name? Goddamn Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> fucking raped him, apparently. We heard, we heard described what happened to that guy in uh, Grizzly Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah. I, so. I just love Werner Herzog. <laughs> also, I will never get a- over Werner Herzog describing hearing somebody get e- eaten by a bear. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you must burn it. Yeah. It. Nobody must see this tape. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but here's the thing, Tab uh, Tabby, who's um, uh, her the brother. Mm-hmm. He she's like, oh, there's something else bigger out there, and he's like, what? A bear? I'm not afraid of a bear. It's like, bro, you should be afraid of a bear. You should. You should be afraid of a bear. A thousand percent. You think? Be afraid of a bear. You think with a bow and arrow and a fucking a stick with a little knife on it, you think that's gonna stop a bear? Wrong. Wrong, my friend. So after now that we've established that this 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 <laughs> these Comanches are just not bright. They're not bright. Can you're we not, say that? No, you're not allowed to say that. It's actually bad. They're, these Comanches are just like the Comanches portrayed in this movie. Mm-hmm. They are not the brightest of the bulbs. Can we say that? You know what's crazy that I think about sometimes? So the 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 lion, the mountain lion that they come across is not even remotely the scariest thing. A bear versus a mountain lion, that that bear is gonna win. Yeah, bear, one hundred percent. Bears like hundred percent of the time. Yeah, except the bear you know, the only thing the only difference is that the mountain lion will actually like hunt the human. Yeah. The bear will just be like see the human and just be like Eh Let me go kill the deer. They seem bigger. Yeah. I'll so get the bear, much better meat off of that one. The bear would not kill you based on pure indifference. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas the mountain lion would be like, "Ooh, I like killing humans for some reason." <laughs> I think that we're just easy to stalk, and mountain mountain lions like to stalk things, you know. Yeah, I think and a bear. I feel it. like a a bear would just be like, oh, "I don't know, I gotta run." Yeah. <sighs> I'm just not in the mood to run right now. I'd Have rather you just. Have seen how big they are? They're so like. They're, they're, bears they're... are fucking massive. They run fast, and guess what, dragon? They yep. fucking climb trees. They do. It, they are horrifying. 
Oh my god, we should just murder bears. Even on a bike, like, you're still gonna get killed by a bear. Yeah, even in a car, you're gonna get killed by a bear. Yeah. A bear will tear the fucking car apart like it's nothing. Like, Cujo wouldn't work if it was a bear, because the bear just would have gotten into the car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, okay, so, yeah. This bear, is not bear, bear hour, I guess. <laughs> no. Yeah, so the predator... The Predator kills a bear. Also, I almost forgot to mention, Dragon, that this movie actually had something. Mm-hmm. And it brought back to some PTSD for me, personally. Yep. Because uh, it wait, has... can, I, can I guess? Go ahead. Is it quicksand? Dragon, growing up, you know what I'm saying? Growing up in, in, for me, yep. I thought that quicksand was the most frightening thing ever. <laughs> and I literally thought it was everywhere. I mean... Like, I could be in the sandbox... Fucking playing with my toys, and then suddenly, oh shit, quicksand, and then I would drown and die. In in your defense, if you did come across quicksand, it would be bad. Uh, no, have you seen? If you ever watch like clips of real quicksand, you'd be yeah. like, that's that's the shit that's portrayed in movies. For some reason, I watched a lot of movies from like the sixties, yeah. where they would just like every every adventurer would fall in quicksand. And I was just like, this is the most frightening thing ever. <laughs> everywhere, there's quicksand everywhere. We have to, why do we not just go around filling in the, the quicksand? We have to stop this. You can't fill it in. That's the point. <sighs> Jesus. But something, we got to do something to it. Anyway, quicksand. I did like Chekhov's quicksand, though. <laughs> I actually wrote that down later. <laughs> It's one of my notes. It's Chekhov's quicksand. But yes. See, I didn't need to take notes, Birdo. <laughs> I'm just all out of anyway. order, that's all. Anyway, yeah. So they basically, she runs away from the bear. Not runs away. The fucking predator kills the bear. She then jumps in the river and, like, runs away. And uh, fucking the, 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 now the tribe catches up to her. And they're like, oh, great. We caught you. Good news. Good. Oh, and then for some reason, her and this other dude get into a fist fight. And the a rest of the tribe. A fist fight. And the rest of the tribe is just standing there like, no, 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 let, let them work it out. I mean, no one is being like, guys, guys, we got, we, we got to go back. <laughs> Let's stop fighting right now. What, what, what is this going to solve? I just, I just took that as like, this is like a normal course of action for, for everybody involved. It's just like they have a disagreement. We're going to let them like punch each other a little bit and then it'll be fine. Yeah. And then the predator for, here's the thing, Dragon, the predator is, of course, the ultimate predator, mm-hmm. predator, right? Mm-hmm. He, as he's killing the tribe, yep. this fucking girl is running around in the background, getting you know, cutting things off. And I'm like, this predator is not very good, at, you know, being a predator. Mm-hmm. He just lets things happen. He lets a lot of things happen. Also, he lets her live multiple times. She encounters him like four times, mm-hmm. and somehow he li- She lives every single time, be- mostly because the predator is like, I'm assuming, just bored. I, well, the, they make it pretty clear that the predator is like, she isn't a big enough threat for me to bother with. Because the predator they? only wants to kill predators. Did, wait, do they? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't catch that. That is what I caught. Like, she's no longer a threat. They well, only want to kill, like, the most predator predator on the planet. Yeah, but I saw it as, like, oh, he, like, these people are more important to kill this moment because mm-hmm. they have the, the pointy things with the, with the knife. Mm-hmm. And eh, she's in the background, but I, I'll get to her eventually. But I didn't ca- I didn't get it as like, oh, she's not a threat. I'm just gonna leave. Like a fucking in uh, what's it called? The battleship it was mm-hmm. like, oh, nope, not a not a threat. Just leave it alone. Yep. I didn't catch it like that. Oh, maybe that's it just because that, I just read it. Because so because in the beginning, you know how it did like 
the the mouse ate the whatever and then the the snake ate the mouse so the yeah. predator only killed the the biggest predator that it found mm-hmm. and it's just like going up in predator size essentially okay. i mean i didn't i didn't catch that also i don't know if the predator would be like see that that's dude so i gotta kill that one that's chick like does the predator know that is understand the difference between humans that's truly exactly how I thought it worked. I'm not even lying. Like, the predator okay. was like, I'm going with the thing that is the most predator-like at the moment. Yeah, but, like, here's the other thing. Like, in, when it comes to bears, like, the, the the female is more, like, scarier than the males, right? I don't know. Are there, I know there's some there's some animals that will, like, fucking lions. Mm. The lioness is the actual fucking one you got to be afraid of. Not the, the lion will just sit there and be like, bring me food, woman. Yeah, but the lion is bigger. I just yes. went with I just went with the like the most so the most predatory predator at the time is the thing that the predator went after. Okay. And so, and if she wasn't it, then she wasn't it. Yeah, and then he basically got the the skull of the of the wolf, mm-hmm. and then got no other skulls. Yeah, that Yo, that got, I didn't like. He needed to have the bear skull. He needed he should have t- technically had the snake skull really. Yeah, I really wanted to see him to see the predator be like, I'm gonna take all these all these skulls mm-hmm. and then like even if he just like took one and then like you know you know they they showed him like bring it back to a cave yeah or something and then like oh and okay now we've established that he's collecting these things and then bringing them back someplace instead of like oh i'm just gonna attach it to my belt yeah and then suddenly now would be like okay well where are the where are the rest of them yeah you, you all you have is one fucking skull you've killed a bunch of things <laughs> Yeah, it, do, it doesn't make sense. I, I will give you this. It does not make yeah. sense. And at some point, you would get to man or the bear and be like, "Oh, this is it. Yeah. Let me uh, let me hunt around for a little bit. All right, no, nothing else. Let me let me let me take the bear skull and replace it, the wolf skull with it." Yeah, yeah. Right? Doesn't make sense. Yeah, you're right. right. That doesn't make sense. He also should have taken a human skull at some point too. And here's another thing that didn't make sense to me. Right? Yeah. So why yeah. why did the so the predator is basically about to kill her? Why did she? Uh, why did she get away? What, uh, which time? Uh, when the the first time she actually she physically sees him after he kills after the predator kills the entire tribe. Oh, after he kills all the people and she. Uh, she run, they run away and then she gets caught in a, a man trap or a bear trap or whatever. Mm. And then that's when the okay. Uh, so here's the... so here's what I assumed happened here. Okay, ready? She got caught in the bear trap. She got knocked out. She's no longer a predator. She's no longer a threat. She's now she, prey. So the predator leaves no, no. her alone. No, because yes. the predator was because she's running away. The predator is not going to be like, well, a predator wouldn't run a prey. A predator would not be running away. Why the fuck would I chase this thing? I truly took it as the second she was like in a bear trap, he, he, she was it wasn't fun anymore, and he was like, no. No, I, what I took it was the French showed up because like she gets caught, and then like. Three French guys show up, and then the guess the predator is like, "Oh no, three people! I can't attack now." That's why I think mine makes more sense than yours. Like it doesn't make Not, sense yeah, to me but, that the predator would be like, "I can't fight three humans." It, it makes sense to me the predator is like, "Meh, she's trapped now. She's not. She's not a worthy opponent anymore." Essentially, I, it, there's just other things that that contradict that. Again, she was running away the entire time. The moment she got her hands free, yeah. she started running away. Mm-hmm. At that point, if I was a yeah, predator, I on, would. But later on, when she was tied up. The predator leaves her alone. I, again, I just see it as like, oh, if if I'm a predator and something's running away from me, uh, my assumption is, oh, this thing's it's not it's not gonna attack me. The bear didn't fucking run away from me. Yeah. You know, the fucking wolf didn't run away from me. 
but the human runs away from me? Oh, this thing's fucking useless. Yeah. So you're saying that the second a, a, a something runs away, it's no longer a worthy predator. And, or, or, I, yeah, and I, or it's not long, long, at the very minimum, no longer a threat. Yeah. The same way if she, oh, she got caught. Now, uh, it's useless now. I'm going to run away. Plus, the predator shows up there and like, oh, there's th- like three Frenchmen. And it's like, he wouldn't be like, oh, those are also predators. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. One thing is the logic of this movie is flawed. And it all started from where they are in the Comanches. Okay. Comanches are not in the north. And the Comanches, according to the memory of my brain, which again, I just want to remind you, I get hit in the head for a living. Yep, yep, yep. I'm, ta- I'm taking none of this seriously. <laughs> I'm actually tuning it out. It's wild. <laughs> I can't wait to like Google it later and be like, holy shit, I was right. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be it'll be a small miracle, but <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Um, but yeah, so the basically they we meet the French the French pelters, Dragon. Yep. And you know me, right, Dragon? Yep. You know how much I hate the French. Yes, you do. You know why do you know why I hate the French? Why? Because they, they're like they're speaking all French. And they like think they're better than us because they speak French, and I'm okay. like, I, I know you speak American. You're just doing that just to pretend that you're better than us. Here is the thing about those guys, though. They looked pretty gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they definitely looked like pelters from the yeah. 1700s. So, um, but yeah, they they ca- they catch her, and then they it turns out they also caught her brother. Yep. Which I'm like, man, that's a the fact that you caught both of them is very impressive for these yeah, uh, French hit. people. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're like, they're trying to catch the predator for some reason. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense why they're it trying was, to catch. It the was predator. mildly unclear to me as well. Yes. It was just because they were like, something's out there. We didn't want to catch it. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know why the fuck you want to catch it. You're they're pelters. trappers, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. They they just they catch they catch buffalo and other you know, large animals, and then they just take the skin take the skin and uh, that's it. You know, use it for for use it for pelts. It's yeah. not a big deal. You know, I, I, why the fuck are you hunting a predator? It doesn't make sense. But anyway, yeah, they use them as bait. That the fucking doesn't work because the predator is just using all these fucking weapons. Yeah. Like, again, when he started taking out all these weapons and just killed an entire, like, I'm going to say 40 fucking Frenchmen. I'm like, why does the predator even bother, bother hiding? Yeah. He should just be walking around like the Terminator being like, eh, nothing here can hurt me. I don't even need to be invisible. I mean, I guess, I, th- I feel like the best predators are, like, stealthy, right? And hidden. I guess, but still. Because, like, all predators do that. They ambush, right? I, I, yeah. I, yeah, you're right. You're right, Dragon. Thank God you. damn it, you're right. But Thank at some you. point, let's say you're one of the Frenchmen, right? Yeah. At some point, you, when the pre- after the predators killed, let's say, 25 people, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't you be like, this, this, uh, this plan doesn't seem to be working. We need a different plan. You or would you so be like, like, I don't know. No, 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 no. Keep, keep shooting. I think this time it'll work. I feel like maybe life back then was cheap and they were like, no, we'll just, <laughs> we'll just throw bodies at it and <laughs> it'll be fine. All right. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, she gets out. And then of course, you know, what do you have to do? Dragon save the fucking dog. She sure does. And then she goes and saves the dog dragon. And then what happens? The predator shows up. Also, the she finds out that like, oh, the the predator see can't see her if she's cold because she gives the guy medicine. Yep. That makes him cold. Yep. Which I was like, check offs, orange flower. <laughs> check offs orange flower that makes you cold. Yep. You got it. Yep. They make sure. Yep. Works perfect. 
Logic, dragon. I will also say, when she first gave the when she gave the first guy the orange flower that makes you cold, I was like, um, it doesn't seem like when she takes this flower as a healthy person, she will do very well. It seems like it like really fucks with you. Yeah, for real. I'm like, I, I don't know if you're if it's healthy for your body temperature to drop that much. Nope, it's certainly not. I, I also mean, don't think I, you'd be functioning. I don't think she'd be running around. Okay, so now, dragon, you know me, right? Uh huh. I'm not a scientist. No. True. But I feel like if you just gave me a chance, I could fucking do surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, it, isn't it better to heat the body up than to make it cold? No. It's not. You want to make it cold? I, you, I'm just you confused. Bleed, you'll bleed more if, it's, if you're warm. Okay. So you're trying to cool, cool them down so they don't bleed. Yeah. And then they're going to put, you know, I guess, you know, stitch them up or something. And yep. then... And then Warm when they get warm again, again they'll yep. be fine. Okay. Yep. So okay. Th- that you, here's how, here's why I know that. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Because there's an episode of Mash, right. <laughs> where where one of the plot points is that the person that they were doing surgery on survived because he didn't bleed to death because he got hypothermia. Ah, okay. So now, while you're saying, oh, you know, I, I this is why I know this. Just understand, I think that I could be a surgeon because I've seen House a couple of times. Uh, yeah, right. I've right, seen right. like four episodes of House, so I'm, I'm like, I got it, I got it. So I we're both it, you know? equally knowledgeable about this. <laughs> we're both science geniuses. Yep. Let's just say that. <laughs> equally <laughs> <Right>? knowledgeable. <laughs> yep, geniuses. <laughs> okay, so basically, yeah, the chick was like uses her big brain and is like, I know how to fucking kill this predator. Chekhov's quicksand. <laughs> But she's right, though, because, like, he heals in all the other ways, so how else are you going to do it? Although it honestly didn't make sense. I was like, well, I get what you're going for. <laughs> Braun yeah, is working safe like... to use brains. I understand. But also, I think he could probably just hold his breath. <laughs> 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 like, he's still alive. He's just, like, on yeah. the quicksand. Yeah. Yeah, and also, I, you know, I'm like, he's a predator. He's probably just going to come out of that thing. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just a way to slow him down. I don't know. I'll say this. Um, I liked when the predator fought the when when her brother fought the predator. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey man, this is a pretty good scene. Mm-hmm. And then you know, anyway, she fucking fights the predator, kills the predator. Man, we were like really going through a lot because a lot of it was just like action scenes. Yeah, well, that's the thing about this movie. It's, it is very it's very action heavy, and like we already told you the plot. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I don't know what you expect from a predator movie, but here it is. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, she comes back with the fucking skull and is like, oh, check this out. Look what I look at the thing that I got because mm-hmm. I went deep into the jungle and, uh, you know, six people died, like trying to save me. But you know what? Yeah, but I in the I end, got, I, I got the skull. And then they're like, oh, war chief. Yeah. And then she's like, we have to move to higher ground, which I assume means going to the south where we're actually from. Right, mm-hmm. Dragon? Mm-hmm. I'm going to Google it. Yeah, you Google it. I um I I actually I loved the end of this. So we, we since we're at the end, I think like we can just talk about the movie in general, like our thoughts generally on this. I mm-hmm. really liked this movie. I had a great time. I really enjoyed watching it. I thought it was very fun. I thought the plot was serviceable. I thought the the um action was really good. I really enjoyed it. I think it was a great Predator movie. Oh yeah, I'm, I mean I'm shitting on it, but I actually yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I liked yeah. this movie. And I uh, like I really liked the ending. It was a very like I was like, Yes, bitch, you did it. Like you <laughs> kinda ending, you know. By the way, Dragon, uh yeah. in the eighteenth and nineteenth centuries the Comanche lived in present day northern Texan northern mm-hmm. Texas, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. uh, southwest Kansas, basically in that area. 
So I was fucking right. I can't believe I was right. I hate Holy shit. Right. I hate when you're right. About <laughs> well, here's the problem. When I'm right, I'm literally like, this is horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that they were, I think they were in Dakota because they just said the Northern Plains. Yeah. And, and again, it was snowing. So I was like, I'm assuming they're in like the North Dakota area, Montana, yeah. like that area. Yeah. I'm like, there's no way that, that this is, this is correct. So thank you, Dragon. You're, you're welcome. I just want to, I just want to point out. I'm a fucking genius. <laughs> sure. And this movie is terrible because it got that piece of history wrong. <laughs> no, okay. One of, so one of our one of our friends was saying like it the um the, like this is what predator movies should be. It should just be like choose a time period, choose a place and drop a predator in and it's just it's gonna be good no matter what. 100% agree. Yeah. Next predator movie should place take place in feudal Japan and they should fight samurai. Yeah. Well, you know what? You, somebody somebody suggested he fight like Kublai Khan. Like, yes. It should, it should yes. Like that kind of, I mean, yeah, totally. It's just fun. Like that's exactly that, that is exactly I, what should be happening. I'm 100% all in for this fucking uh, <laughs> for that for this. You know? Oh man, I that actually gets me very excited. Yeah, yeah. And they and they can all just go straight to Netflix, and that's cool. It's just great. Oh my god, it, I, I'm really excited because like. See, here's the thing. It's such a great idea. They're not going to do it. (laughs) Like, and this could literally go on forever. You have, like, the basic predator rules, and then you just get to have, like, fun with it. Like, it should, it should go on forever. Yeah, but, of course, they're not going to. No. But, um, anyway, yeah. No, I I like this movie. It was, uh, the good, the action I thought was good. Again, the, the two leads, um, are really good. Especially, like, uh... You know, both of them are really good, actually. The brother, yeah. what I liked was that he, like, the, none of these men are physically imposing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are all just tall, thin men, and yeah. yet they fight like tall, thin men. But yet I'm like, yes, this is exactly how these fights should go. I agree. I totally agree. I think I and I, I think that's fun. Like it, it made it like weirdly more true to life, right? Like if it had been a bunch of like jacked like Native Americans, you'd be like, <laughs> just like nope. You're like, what? How many hours a day does he spend squatting? Like, this doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like a, a movie that I watched a couple of weeks ago, maybe like a month ago, mm-hmm. um, where uh, it took place in like the early '80s or late '70s, and like the characters were all jacked. Yeah, it, it was starring uh, Thor's like brother, and I was like, yeah, that just doesn't make sense whatsoever. Yeah, no, it really, it really doesn't. But um, yeah, no, I I actually no, I I really enjoyed. I I liked the movie. I thought it was a good addition. And again, I think you're one hundred percent right, Dragon. Your idea, which is to just fucking drop a predator in any time period. It was not my idea. It was my friend's idea. But yeah. Your idea, Dragon. Could it you imagine genius. the predator against knights? <laughs> like King Arthur, a predator v King Arthur. That sounds great. King Arthur's not real, Dragon. Whatever. Can we, can we keep, can we keep it real? King Arthur was a fucking legend. It's not. It's not a real thing. I'd rather have real people, okay? Uh-huh. Like the Comanche. Uh-huh. God. You're the worst. You know, I need, we need to keep some rep, res, oh, Jesus, some concept okay. of historical accuracy in this podcast. Mm-hmm. That's all I demand. That's all I demand. But you, when you say historical accuracy, you mean what you happen to remember, not like what's actually historically accurate. <laughs> that is 100% correct, by the way. <laughs> so as far as I'm concerned, The Last Samurai is, basically it's a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
And Braveheart is the most historically accurate film in history. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that we just know. It's just, that's just a fact. It's Braveheart. Braveheart or nothing. All right, Dragon. Um, okay, final thoughts on this movie, Dragon. Uh, yeah, I, I, again, really liked it. I think it's a very solid Predator movie, and that's just fun. It's fun to have a female lead for a Predator movie, too, without it feeling, like, preachy or weird. I, I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah. I, I would man, give it a Smashly, I would say. I was just about to ask yeah, you that, yeah, but yeah. okay. I guess yeah, you're just going to go ahead of me. Beat you to it. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, this, this movie was ripe for being like, oh, she's a chick who's yeah. fighting predators, am I right? And then everyone high-fives. Yeah. But, no, it definitely did not feel preachy at all. And you definitely saw why she was... It wasn't It wasn't because she's like, oh, I'm just as strong as the guys. It's because she's like, hey, I actually fucking use my brain, and these guys are too stupid to fucking do actual hunting. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they're, they're being all like... Because basically I think what they do is they just go out there and they just throw... They're just like, oh, we... You know, shoot our bow and arrow, and we stab the things. Yeah, yeah. And then for she's sure. like, and then she's just like, guys, you, you know, you could like think a little bit. Mm-hmm. And they, there's definitely scenes where they show her like using her big brain. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, but yeah, no, I I really thought it was good, and it, I, I think you're absolutely right. It's a female lead without it feeling too preachy. And man, I hate, I really hate it when movies are preachy. Yeah, you really don't like that at all. But um, even when the even when I agree with it, yeah, like yeah, you know is, what I mean. I like do, you could I have the most misogynist point of view, but if it's <laughs> preachy, I'm like, nope, nope. Shut up. Um, <laughs> wait, what do you what do you give it on a scale of one to ten? Oh, uh, I give it a six out of ten. Okay, yeah. A I feel solid like been, I feel like you've been giving a lot of six out of tens lately. Well, it's I don't want to give it a seven out of ten because I don't want it to be like, oh my goodness, because right, right, to right. me a seven out of ten is like, oh, that's that's a really good movie. Um. But yeah, yeah, probably it's it's good. It's good. It's it's a good action movie. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's you know historically inaccurate, but you know, you know yeah. what can we say? Oh, oh, what can you do? <laughs> grumble, <laughs> you know, grumble, grumble, grumble. Because I googled, I googled it. It turned out I I somehow remembered something correctly <laughs> for once in my life. <laughs> watch, watch, watch someone like watch someone tell me this week like, hey, uh, you know, it, it actually said that it was in uh, you know. It, that it took place in this area and yeah. i was like god damn it <laughs> i thought i was so smart um yeah that sounds that sounds about right all right dragon uh now i chose this week why don't you tell me what we're gonna what a movie for hot action movie summer are we gonna watch next week um okay so next week for hot action movie summer Berto, i feel like i'm running out of time a little bit because that baby's coming soon and i know i know once he does we're gonna have to take a little break so i uh, am very excited uh, to force you to watch this sooner rather than later. So we are going to watch 2017's Call Me By Your Name. Are you pumped? Um, I mean, it's not an action movie. It's uh, There's action in it. Uh, uh, you know what uh-huh. I mean? Get uh-huh. it. So let me see if I think it's straight. You yep. want me to watch a movie where a... How old is the main character in this? <laughs> uh, don't worry about it. So it, this, is, this movie is starring Timothy Chalamet and Army Hammer. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is directed by uh, Luca Guadagnino. <laughs> Nailed it. Okay, Perfect. Anyway. Nailed it. <laughs> I'll figure out how to say it before we record the episode, maybe, if mm-hmm. I remember to look it up. Um, I am so fucking pumped to force you to watch this. I cannot wait to hear you talk about it. I'm uh, so excited. By the way, Dragon, I just... I, I did a quick Google search. Um, the main character is 17 years old. Okay, perfect. Which 
is good because the age of consent in Italy, I believe, is 14. So Perfect. we're good. So there's no issues whatsoever. Yeah. With this no controversy whatsoever. I you know what, I Dragon? I am yeah. so happy right now. Then. So I watched this movie in theaters when it came out. And I am so fucking excited to rewatch it and and to like have the same feels I had then, and then to hear you have all the feels. Which okay, where is it? Uh, <laughs> where is it streaming, Dragon? It's on Prime. It's streaming on Prime. On Amazon Prime. Okay, on Dragon. Prime. Yep. And I double checked it to make sure it actually is and not like a, with an extra sub. And it is streaming, so you okay. you are gonna watch it. No excuses. <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, I mean that. I, if I knew it was on Prime, I probably would have watched it, but okay. <laughs> no, I, you know what? I probably would have told you because um, I know you wanted me to watch this for Yeah, the I've been talking about this one for a while, so I'm excited right. to finally do it. All right, Dragon. Why don't you go ahead and send us off then? Oh, wait, oh. Uh, okay, go. Wait, wait, why are you saying wait? No, I, I was going to be like, oh, did you tell everyone we're streaming? And then I just remember we did, so oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I so you ruined you. the ending. <laughs> yep. Okay. All right, Dragon, why don't you go ahead and send us off? Okay, okay bye. Okay, bye.